Welcome to the Inside Muskegon Podcast with your host, Jason Pisecki. And now, here's Inside Muskegon. Welcome to Inside Muskegon. This is episode number 105. I'm Jason Pisecki. The Inside Muskegon Podcast is a weekly show featuring interviews with community leaders and comments from everyday people from Muskegon, Michigan. The goal of the podcast is to engage Muskegonites in a dialogue about the issues that affect our everyday lives. This week's show features an interview with Drew Pillsbury, commentary on the interview, and information on contacting Inside Muskegon. Our interview this week is with Drew Pillsbury, discussing his film, Broken, and the Muskegon Film Festival. I'm joined by Drew Pillsbury, who has written and co-produced Broken. The movie stars Heather Graham and Jeremy Sisto, and will be featured at the upcoming Muskegon Film Festival. Drew is a native of Detroit, Michigan. He's been in the film business for over 25 years, first as an actor and then as a writer for the past 10. He got his start on The Young and the Restless, then he starred opposite Madonna in Who's That Girl? He went on to star in numerous television shows, including CSI, NYPD Blue, and The Practice. We're speaking to Drew from the Sundance Film Festival in Park City, Utah. Welcome to Inside Muskegon. Thanks, Jason. Uh, it's uh, uh, my pleasure to uh, be here to talk to you. So what's happening at Sundance? Uh, I just uh, got in here a couple days ago, and I have a very good friend who's had uh, two films here in the past, two documentaries, and he has a documentary uh, here this year as well called uh, Made in America uh, about the um, gang gangs in L.A., the Bloods and the Crips, and so it's very exciting. I'm actually staying in a condo with him. Um, you know, and there's uh, numerous companies that are bidding on the film, and so it's pretty exciting to see from the inside, to see, to know the, uh, the work that he did to get his film together and, and to now have it in front of buyers and in front of an audience for the first time and to see the reaction. It's really getting tremendous reviews, so it's really fun to... Uh, get to kind of live through that with him on the side <laughs> and I'd like to do it with my own film as well next you know next time talk about going from Detroit Michigan and your journey to Hollywood um well I uh you know I went to school in Virginia uh, to Washington Lee and I studied economics and I thought I was going to become a lawyer um I actually applied to DCL and my dad had gone there and I actually got in and and I, there's just something inside me. I was like, I just always kind of loved movies, and I loved stories, and, uh, you know, I was always enthralled with actors and all that. And I thought, you know, I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm going to kick myself if I don't give it a shot. And uh, so, <laughs> frankly, I didn't have a clue. I just kind of packed up my car and headed out to L.A. And, uh, you know, I just, I had... I was a big fan of Jack Nicholson and all those 70s movies like Carnal Knowledge and The Five Easy Pieces, The Last Detail. I just, you know, I thought they were just incredible movies, and I, and I loved Jack because he was, he was such an anti-hero and all that. And um, so I sought out his acting teacher, by a, guy, a guy by the name of Jeff Corey, and uh, I... Uh, got a job, you know, waiting tables and parking cars and all that stuff and started taking acting lessons and 
you know, tried to work my way into the business, and it's it's tough, you know. And um, <clears throat> finally got an agent, and uh, you know, started getting auditions, and I went out, and I, after a lot of failed uh, <laughs> failed failed. Uh, uh, attempts. I finally got a small part on uh, Young and the Restless, and that's kind of how I started acting, you know, or how I started professionally acting, you know. And um, you know, I stuck with that for quite some time, and and got to do a lot of stuff, and um, it was great. And um, then I got um, approached by some guys I knew to do a really small film. The budget was like forty thousand dollars, which is just. <laughs> <laughs> you know, ridiculously small, and they had a script they had put together called uh, Jerome. And um, you know, it was the first time I got to do a lead in something, and I was opposite Wendy Malick. And um, I think we shot over four or five weeks out in the desert in Phoenix. And um, it was really my first foray into the in- independent world of of uh, feature filmmaking and I just I never you know I wasn't making I was making uh, maybe a hundred bucks a day or something like that and uh, I had never been so alive you know I was you know you're doing everything that um, we shot it on Super 16 so it had this grainy quality and it just the the process was just it, it just was great and I said this is where I have to focus my energy not that I didn't want to be doing TV and acting in movies and stuff but I was in that in those moments and most weeks I went I, I want to write my own stuff I want to try and direct my own stuff and maybe even star in it you know I mean guys like Billy Bob Thornton and uh, John Favreau and they're a big inspiration you know they they made their they made their own careers happen and um, so I was really um, kind of pushed to do that and so that's kind of kind of the big of it how i ended up where i am today <laughs> well tell us about your film broken it's a very powerful movie uh stars some well-known hollywood actors heather graham jeremy sisto of six feet under fame linda hamilton uh from the terminator and many other films uh what is broken um broken came about by um a guy uh, I had known knew a gentleman in Las Vegas who was wanting to get into the movie business, and they had a an idea to create a small movie with generally, can you do it in basically two locations? And I had written a film called Hundred Mile Rule that had um, uh, had Jake Weber, Maria Bello, David Thornton, and Michael McKean in it, and so he had the uh, man putting up the money, had seen that, and thought it. Uh, but he felt like he uh, could trust me to pull together some kind of a script. Um, the basic thing, I was a writer for hire on that job, and basically they said, listen, um, we don't have much money. We want to try and keep it small. The basic setup of the idea is there's a girl who's a musician who's working in a diner, um, kind of has this whacked-out boyfriend who's... Um, causing her problems that was kind of the setup for the that was the genesis of the movie idea and um the guy that uh kind of uh shares a story credit with me is a gentleman by the name of jeff lester who's a longtime friend of mine and so we kind of mulled over this idea you know back and forth of how can we try and 
create something a little bit different um, out of this out of this little premise that we've been given. And um, you know, the big idea of the movie was really trying to put a face on um, our dark side, you know, that we all have. And so Jeremy essentially became, you know, her, the Jeremy character, Will, def- it became her her dark side incarnate, you know. And the movie's a little bit of a trick, you know. Some people like that. Some people don't like that. Um, because, um, you know, we're kind of going for a little bit of a sixth sense idea there that at the end of the movie, when you when it all is said and done, the intention was for the audience to walk out and go, well, wait a minute, was that, did that just happen the way I thought it did on screen, or was there something deeper going on? Yeah, it really kind of reminded me, too, of uh, Memento. Kind of, you, you get there at sure. the end, and it's like, it's like, what? And yeah, <laughs> and then you think about it the whole the whole next day, and you kind of want to play back in your mind and see if you could see those little those little hints right. throughout. And that's kind of the fun part of a, of a movie like Broken when you can go back and do that after the movie's done. Yeah, well, that's nice to hear you say. I mean, some people uh, some people that appeals to, and then other people, um, you know, are not so love that kind of a movie. But you know, for Jeff and I, when we were we were talking over the story, you know, it was something that we found. Um, but we found engaging and interesting in a small movie to you know try and challenge an audience to kind of piece it together and say, well, you know, who was that guy and and why was he showing up in the way he showed up and and you know was she, you know, what really was going on with Heather's character in that movie and you know the intention if if you look back through the movie was was obviously to kind of see that this woman in, in her a drug-induced state where she almost OD'd, she's basically, you know, her life essentially is flashing before her eyes, and, and she's kind of recounting how she got to where she is on this bathroom floor. And, you know, she, you know, and there's hope at the end, you know, and, of course, her character's name is Hope. So, again, some people like that, some don't. Well, I, I kind of look at it like... uh I described it as uh, Heather Graham, good heroin, bad. Yes, <laughs> yes. I, I think that's the the four four operative words: good Heather Graham, heroin, good uh, heroin, bad. Six six words. I think that's a great uh, encapsulation of, of of what it is. How did you go about getting uh, these actors, Heather Graham and Jeremy Sisto, and other well known people throughout the movie? How do you go about getting folks like that to star in a movie that you're writing? Um, you know, it's an interesting process. You you just really never know. Once it, it's really hard, you know, to these smaller movies. It's really hard to get um, you know quality talent to read uh, scripts if there's not the money's not in place. So once the money's in place and that you have a go picture and you have a a set start date, you know, you send your script out and you really don't know how it's going to be. Um, how how people are going to respond to it and um you know thankfully when broken went out um to the agencies um you know there's not a tremendous amount of character driven um stuff out there um 
for actors to do where they're not going to get paid a lot of money, but um, if the characters speak to them in a certain way uh, where they feel like they can, um, you know, really invest themselves in, in the acting part of it, you know, it can draw it can draw people like Heather Graham and Jeremy Sisto. You know, I'm sure they didn't make their normal quotes to do this roles, but the, but uh, to do the part in a movie this small. But you know, the the material must have spoken to them in a way where they felt like they were willing to take less money to get to act um, those characters. And um, you don't know, you don't know going in. Um, what you, what you're going to get, or who's going to respond to the material? So it was it was it was really a um, you know wonderful to to get response from from people that caliber um, and to get them to come in and, and do the work they did um, for less than their normal fee. So that's great. Talk about the importance of small local film festivals like the Muskegon Film Festival and how you got to uh, be part of it? Um, I, I just, I, I think there's a lot of fare that you see um, at film festivals that, that you know, that don't get distribution. There's, there's a ton of films out there, and for whatever reason, um, you know, sometimes they just can't get distribution, that they can't find a way to market it. And um, you get to see this some wonderful work at these smaller festivals that uh, normally wouldn't be seen and may not even make it to DVD, you know, and there's filmmakers out there that are putting stuff together that's uh, challenging and interesting and compelling. And, um, you know, like any other craft, they're, they're working their craft and they're presenting it in front of an audience and they're getting better at it and getting more response and understanding what works and what doesn't. And so often you can't know that stuff until until you put it in front of an audience. You know, you don't, you don't know where a certain laugh may be or where someone may, you know, uh, be emotionally affected by what you put on the page and how it's translated to the screen. So um, I think the film festivals are, you know, I love going to them. And, uh, and I love to meet, you know, film, these young filmmakers and uh, producers that are out there hustling, trying to get their, their stories to the screen. Uh, it's great. Um, as far as the Muskegon Film Festival goes, um, I believe that um, Max McKee was uh, uh, instrumental in, uh, I believe he was talking to Sarah uh, one night, and, and they were looking for somebody uh, to come into the festival. And, um, you know, Max and I are uh, buddies since fifth grade, and <laughs> I guess he mentioned my name to Sarah, and she said, oh, well, Let's see if we can arrange that. It'd be um, interesting to have a screenwriter here. So I think that's how that came to be, and I'm really uh, looking forward to it and uh, grateful to be a guest. Well, you will be at the Muskegon Film Festival Friday, February yes. 1st. There'll be a Q&A from 6 to 7 o'clock p.m., and then they'll be showing Broken at 9.30. Uh, I'm gonna, with the last question, I'm going to give you a chance to hopefully – get some people down there and enjoy the film festival because it is a is a great experience we've been involved with the festival for a few years and it, it really is a great thing happening here in downtown muskegon at the historic frauenthal theater it's a wonderful venue and we're truly fortunate to have it right here in our backyard yeah fantastic all right well here's the final question you have one minute alone with a person considering going to the muskegon film festival make your pitch to get them there 
Well, I think that um, I think if you're interested in film, and you know, and you're interested in the process um, and storytelling, you know, which I find, you know, personally, I, I, I think it's the essence of our culture. I really do, and I and I think if 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 you can be exposed to that and, and you find that interesting, I, I'd go. I'd be there. <laughs> you know, I, I think there'll be some really interesting uh, filmmakers there, and they'll talk about their process and their creative process. And, you know, everybody I talk to is enthralled with movies. You know, and they, everybody wants to know what goes on behind the scenes and and, uh, and what it, you know, how, how it's done, how it's all pulled together. And, and um, you know, I love it. It's, 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 uh, obviously my my life work and uh i hope a lot of people come out and check it out and uh i look forward to uh answering any questions i can for people that you know have an an interest on their on their own of pursuing and making their own movies or just uh you know as an audience member so uh, i look forward to the experience well, thank you very much, Drew. I really enjoyed it, and looking forward to seeing you at the Mesquite Film Festival, and best of luck in the future. Thank you very much, Jason. I look forward to it as well. The Muskegon Film Festival promises three days and nights of independent films presented in the theaters of the historic Frauenthal Center for the Performing Arts. This year's festival gets some Hollywood star power with Broken and a Q&A with Drew Pillsbury. I want to thank Drew for taking the time to call in from Sundance to do this interview. Other events at the film festival include the JC's Annual Snowfest, Beer Tent, Snow Volleyball, and Chili Cook-Off. The film festival is a great event for Muskegon. If you've never had a chance to view a movie at the Frauenthal Theater, that alone is worth the price of admission. For more information on the Muskegon Film Festival, visit muskeganfilmfestival.com I'm going to move on now to some listener feedback and for the latest feedback in Inside Muskegon visit our website at insidemuskegon.com you can post your own comments to the site view the comments of others and even comment on their comments that brings us to the conclusion of episode number 105 of Inside Muskegon for more information visit our website at insidemuskegon.com Inside Muskegon is produced by Jeremy Sear for Inside Muskegon I'm Jason Pisecki Feedback is welcome at Jason and Inside Muskegon.com. This has been the Inside Muskegon Podcast. Comments are welcome through our website or by emailing Jason at Inside Muskegon.com. <laughs>